right. We're live. Recording in progress. I love that that like says that every single time. We should like get that audio and put it in like at the beginning. Recording in progress. You just just have V do it every time. Yeah, Yeah, or this is V. How was that? Was that good? That's pretty good. Do it again. Do it again. Recording in progress. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, fun. All right, guys, welcome back. Episode 10, not a podcast. We're back. It's been a while. Uh, took a little hiatus. Sorry to our fans, but hey, we're back strong. Coming back better than ever. Uh, this is Sean, joined by V, Rohan, Rohan, and Andre. We got both the Rohans in the mix today. How are we doing, boys? Nice. Doing good. Doing good, dude. How are you doing? Good. We're back for season season four of new things. That was five. Be, uh, yeah, I love this was five. Oh yeah, but Cinco de Mayo is tomorrow. You got that Cinco de Mayo plan? Probably drink uh, some tequila. Yeah, I have a I have a birthday party for a coworker, and she's coincidentally doing it on Cinco de Mayo, but that's actually her birthday. But she's super into like. <clears throat> Bad Bunny and Tequila, so I think it's gonna be a blast. Um, yeah, no. So I said season five. With I don't know if it's season four or season five, but um, V, why don't you like tell us what the season concept that I that I do? Yeah, I mean, I don't believe in the concept, but I'll tell you what it is. <laughs> um, so basically, anytime Sean leaves New York to go to Miami or go home, and then comes back to New York, it's considered a new season just because this guy goes home and he doesn't drink or smoke or do anything and then it gets too horned up and then yeah then whenever he comes back it's just a, you know it's a new season but you know what at the same time it kind of is like entourage because anytime the guys leave the city to go on like a vacation or like they become for like music bell, come back and then it's a new season again so in yeah. retrospect you know i guess i guess the logic kind of it makes sense yeah. Dude, it makes sense. Each season has its own theme, like you know, yeah. new goals, new ideas. Um, yeah, it's good to you have to like break up life, otherwise it's just like a constant, continuous like blur. You know. Yeah, I feel like we're all about to have a new season. We're going on this wedding next week for like five days. Some of us have two weddings in one weekend, and we're gonna come back and stuff like that. So it's gonna be, <clears throat> it's gonna be a blast. Oh yeah, no. There's a lot of fun stuff coming up this season. We have this yeah. uh, Asia trip. Um, oh yeah, Dre's going to Europe. Europe. I'm going to Europe, yeah. Hey, where you guys go? Are you Japan? Is that true? Is that uh, on the agenda? Yeah, we're booked. Nice. Japan? Going anywhere else? Uh, I'm doing Hong Kong as well on the way back from Bali. Oh, nice. Yeah, I'm gonna go see the fam for a bit. Yeah, no, we're just doing Japan. Like, we didn't have too much work, so, but we're gonna do Tokyo and Kyoto. So, if any of our listeners have any um, recollections, yeah. just let us know. Slide in please, the DMs. Please send that. Um, where are you guys going up. in Europe, Trey? We are starting in Portugal for a wedding, ending Thursday. Or Thursday through Sunday in Portugal. Sunday night going to Marrakesh, Morocco until Thursday morning. My and God. then Thursday through Sunday, we're going to Paris. And then heading back here. Paris. Dude, so many people I know are going to Paris. There's literally two of my coworkers that are going to Paris on Saturday this week. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, nice. See, I thought just Kylie was in Lisbon today. So I hit her up for some wrecks. I saw that as well. Those guys, are, those guys are already honeymooning. I was gonna ask, Dre, is this yeah. a honeymoon for you or what is this? That's the party. Uh, this is uh, go to weddings, have some fun, go explore the world a bit, and come back refreshed. <laughs> nice. Is it just just come you back. two? Just us two, yeah. Nice. Nice. The wedding for yeah, that's an NBA guy, which I didn't know. Um, Paps and NBA. He was, yeah. And then uh, after that, she's us to exploring Marrakesh and uh, Paris. 
Nice. Should be fun. Love it. All right, guys. Well, let's dive in. We have an action-packed episode today, this week. Um, we're going to discuss some topics. We're going to play some spelling bee. Um, we're going to hear from Ron, who just finished his sophomore year at college. So we'll get some college boy Oh, thoughts. congrats. Nice, dude. That's not something to celebrate. I'm kind of depressed. Dude, what are you talking about? Junior year is like the fucking tits, man. You're finally like an <laughs> upperclassman. Like you're you're no longer considered an underclassman, but you I mean, still yeah, are not graduating, like, so you're not considered like a saddled fuck at the same time. Yeah, it is. But it's also just like that that thought of like, all right, I'm halfway done through college, like I just need to make the most of like whatever I have left before I like I actually like get a job and become an adult. So it's just that from that standpoint, it's a little depressing. But but yeah, whatever you said is true. Like no, seriously, let lose. Dre, correct me if I'm wrong. Junior year was arguably one of the best years, like between going abroad and then coming back and then just like tearing shit up, like being in the tower. Like we had a fucking blast. It was my favorite year of college by far. Yeah, it it was it was up there. Raham, my piece of advice for you is don't underestimate the power of an upperclassman. Yeah, these freshmen do whatever you want and they will abide. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. All right, I'll keep that in mind. We we, mind. we mean that respectfully, viewers. Just just want to put that out there. Super respectful. Yes. Yeah. yeah, don't be sad. The two years are done. Be happy. The two best. Yeah, be years happy are they happen. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's true. That's true. And adulting is just as fun. You just do it with more money. Same stuff, more money. Yep. All right, Rohan, you're halfway done. What would you say? What would you what would you say is the most important thing you've learned in the past two years of college? Dude. For, for, for not education wise, like No, yeah, academic. nothing academic. I was about to preface what I was about to say. It was nothing academic. Like I haven't really learned much in terms of, you know, classes and stuff. But honestly, yeah. like I've I've just learned like a lot about living like by myself. Like just like actually just like waking up in the morning, like figuring out what I want to do. Like I also just like figured out that I'm very, very happy just like either like hang out with friends, but also just very happy to, you know, seclude myself and, you know, take a social battery reset. So I've kind of, de- I've definitely learned to mature from a, a social and, and your know, personal standpoint. That's like the biggest takeaway that I've learned from college besides like anything academic, which is not much. What's been like your biggest regret so far in two years? My biggest regret is probably not going out more freshman year. Um, that, that that's something I definitely do regret. I was I was nervous going. Usually, out I hear people say, "I wish I went out less freshman year." No, so I was really nervous going in because all of our like so from my high school, we had a few upperclassmen that went to UF, and they were like, they like kind of instilled in us that like going out is like a big risk because we're not twenty one yet. You have to like go to the right places, get the right bouncer like do all these things like make sure like luck is on your side or whatever so because of that i didn't really go out to like the end of my fall semester because i had to like fear in the back of my head i mainly just went to like house parties or whatever um so i think that um and also just like not being afraid to like just like go up and like talk to random people at like bars and stuff like that's like something that's really popular at uf just like the way to meet people that if you're not in a frat so that's something I, I regret not do, starting earlier, just like going up and talking to people. Like for instance, like last week, I saw this guy wearing a UV jersey in in one of the clubs and I was like, yo, like, what's up? And he was like, and we had like a conversation. I got a slap. So, this guy's talking, talking, talking to dudes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Why are you I'm talking not, to dudes and getting their slaps? All right, I'm yeah, there's like, there's, like, there's like instances where there are women involved, <laughs> but that was just the first one that popped into my head. Try yeah, to keep it, you no, know, I'm trying to be humble. That's the best lesson in life is that like you shouldn't ever think that you're not worthy of having a conversation with anyone. Like, you know, if you have that confidence that like, all right, this is a conversation I'm going to go into and like, we're both going to enjoy it. And like, you're probably going to enjoy it. And, she, you know, he, she, hopefully she is likely going to enjoy it too. No, of course. Um, and the, honestly, go, go ahead, go ahead. They shoot all shots. You probably won't see most of these people ever again after college. So like it doesn't matter. Shoot your shot. Hey, you miss one hundred percent of the shots you don't take. This is yep. very true. Someone famous said that. I don't remember who. Yeah, Michael Jordan, Michael Jordan. and Michael Scott. Michael Scott said it. <laughs> yeah. Both the Michaels. Both the Michaels. That actually it was is Wayne like. Gretzky, no. Oh yeah. 
<laughs> Wayne Gretzky and Michael Scott. <laughs> you're right. You're Wait, right. Michael Not Jordan never said guy. that. No, Michael Jordan never said that. No. Oh wow. Yeah, you got me there. Uh, but when I was like thinking about podcast topics for the past like week or so, uh, I was like really, really thinking like, all right, what like creative like you know insightful topics can I come up with and like. If you had to like this train of thought that I think is like relevant to what we're saying now, can you hear this like ambulance outside? Uh, like Mario, so Mario, yeah. Um, it's like the 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 overall theme of this that I wrote down in my notes is life is a podcast, and um, I'll go on a tangent here and then like feel free to interrupt me or whatever. But it's like um, you have to like ask like I was thinking like what questions can I ask like the five of us right? It's like. We're all pretty like unique people who like yeah we have shared experiences and stuff but like we all like I think think about things differently but if you don't like ask questions and like try to learn from the people around you then like you're kind of doing yourself a disservice right like I think few people have the opportunity to like be open and like you know communicate like openly and like ask questions and shit and like learn from people and like you know this is one way that like you know we can do it right like life is a podcast like this podcast is a way of like you know us like doing that. But if you, if you take it outside of just like this Zoom meeting, right? Like that kind of goes to what Rowan was saying, right? So like, don't be, you know, nervous to like go up and talk to people and shit like that. Don't be a pussy. Ask. Don't be a pussy. And I think like you know people get complacent and like take for granted like the resources that are actually around us, right? Like you know how many people have like a 28 year old investment banking you know friend like Andre that they can like. Talk to about the markets, which like obviously we don't do, but like you know, it's still a resource. You know, <laughs> I don't really have any um, prompts off that. Oh, no, I, I like, like I like, I like that topic. I mean, for me, like I think about like our parents when when you bring that up, that like, you know, they obviously didn't have a lot of resources, so they literally grasped for straws whenever they saw them. Whereas like us, like, you know. We like, for example, like because we're on in college, also, right? We were there for four years. We knew, you know, we were gonna go to classes and learn about things. So, like, we didn't think like, oh, we needed every single opportunity to like learn anything. Whereas, like, I feel like our parents, you know, like, I mean, for mine, for example, like, you know, neither of them went to college or anything like that. Like, they always like, I need to figure out, like, every like at all moments of all times, I'm trying to figure out how can I like use this towards like. An opportunity or like leverage this towards success, where I feel like we get complacent because we're like, oh yeah, we're like on this track and we know what we're doing, and it's like it's all gonna come to us type thing. You know what I mean? I don't know. Just a thought. Um, no, I like basically agree with that. That makes sense. Like, we're all fortunate enough that we all like were able to go to college, like pave our own path that way. But like, we had something to fall back on, and like enough given enough education and opportunity that like we can make something out of whatever situation we're put in um where our parents didn't necessarily have that like he was saying um so that makes sense like i i totally agree with that you think that the the excess of resources we had is like maybe detrimental then like maybe like because they were like grasping for straws like that you know made their mentality like a better stronger one than like maybe our generation has um i mean like i i think it can go both ways right like i think about it at like my second job after college i went to go work for like a four-person startup um and like it very easily could have failed in six months or it very easily could have like taken off um and i only was able to like take that risk and see what would come out of it because i knew if like that that thing failed and that chance failed i could like move back to my parents house and like reset and figure my shit out versus like not having that opportunity and like needing something more stable um and i think going to that opportunity was the best thing i could have ever done for my career but i don't think i would have done that if i didn't have that like safety net um so i think it can go both ways like it just depends what you make out of the opportunity that you're given one of my first but uh yeah no i guess that makes sense um andre have anything no i agree with everything you guys said 
another thing too just another topic it's like your network is so important i think people forget like your network is half your wealth like you can call anyone up you know hit people up it's just so important and like that's an opportunity we got through college meeting everyone here and just you know opportunities to network people i think underestimate the value of networking in general how would you say like how do you think like it's the best way to like maintain that right because i think like with the five six of us right like it's easy because like we're in a group chat we have this podcast or whatever but like you know with time like life goes on and shit is it like uh you know you text a random person like every couple of months like is it like a more natural thing where like something comes up and like then you would hit them up like what is your thought on like maintaining like relationships over years I think it depends on the the business sense. Right now, if it's like a work colleague or a business colleague, I'll probably hit them up once every six, seven months and just check in, see how they're doing, and just maintain that relationship. Because if you hit them out of the blue and ask for something, it sounds like you're just like asking them for a favor. So if you maintain a relationship that way, if it's like more friends, you know, every couple months hit them up, say, "Hey, just checking in. How you doing?" Um, just maintain a relationship that way. Yeah. Yeah, our generation is so lazy also. It's true. My favorite is like you get those Snapchat memories and like I just have Snapchat content on everyone and I just like send it to them years later and I just do it every year because it just keeps coming up and it's like all right, this is how I'm going to like you know, say what's up. Just like embarrassing fucking content from like when you were a drunk college kid. I don't know. Um, did you guys listen to uh, Giannis's uh, press conference after the Bucks loss? Yeah, yeah, that's so sweet. Uh, do you guys like remember it, or should we like listen to it now? The like I'll one say, clip that like went viral, right? You're going to yeah. play it. I can cut this out, but we can just play it to refresh your memory. Yeah. No, we can we can play it for our listeners also. That's intertwined. Okay. Yeah, they might not all know. Yeah, it was pretty lit. So for some context, Giannis Antetokounmpo. Is uh, this Greek uh, NBA basketball player, NBA champion, MVP two times, um, and the Bucks, the Milwaukee Bucks, they were the number one seed in the East, best record in the NBA, I think, this year, and they got eliminated first round to the Heat, who were like, you know, were not supposed to even make it to the first round. They were like a ten seed or some shit, um, and they lost in like five games, which is obviously not great. Um, and yeah, we can we can roll the footage. Yep, one second. Oh, look at this! I just asked Bud the exact same question, but I'm curious for you. Do you view this season as a failure? <sighs> oh my god! Uh, okay, because I'm not that up. We, you asked me the same question last year, Eric. Okay, uh, do you get do you get a promotion every year on your job? No, right? So every year you work is a failure. Yes or no? No. Every every year you work, you work towards something, towards a goal, right? Which is to get a promotion, to be able to uh, take care of your family, to be able, I don't know, um, provide a house for them or take care of your parents. You work towards a goal. It's not a failure. It's steps to success. You know, and if you've never, I don't know, I don't want to, I don't want to make it personal. So, there's always steps to it. You know, um, Michael Jordan played 15 years, won six championships. The other nine years was a failure. That's what you're telling me. No, I'm asking you a question. Yes or no? Okay, exactly. So why are you asking me that question? It's a wrong question. There's no failure in sports. You know, there's good days, bad days. Some days, some days you are able to uh, be successful. Some days you're not. Some days it's your turn. Some days it's not your turn. And that's what sports about. You don't always win. Some other other people's gonna win. And this year, somebody else is going to win. Similar as that. We're going to come back next year, try to be better, try to build good habits, try to um, play better, not have a 10-day stretch with uh, playing bad basketball. You know, and hopefully we can win a championship. So 50 years from 1971 to 2021 that we didn't win a championship, it was 50 years of failure. No, it was not. It was steps to it, you know, and we, we were able to win one. Hopefully we can win another one. You know, I sorry that I didn't want to make it personal because you asked me the same question last year, and uh, last year I wasn't in the in the uh, right um, mind space to answer the question back, but I remember it. Right. Respectful guy, respectful guy. No, I mean that was good. Like I don't think you can 
there's, I don't think there's any disagreeing with what he said, right? Like, I think everything he said was very insightful, it was on the point, it was well, pretty eloquently said for a Greek guy. Um, I guess, like, the way I kind of wanted to take this conversation, I mean, you guys can, like, you know, we can go back to it and, like, take it any other else way. But, like, in sports, right, there's, like, a definite, like, goal at the end, right? It's, like, winning the title and it's, like, a one-season thing. So, like, yeah, every season there's, like, a goal in mind. You work towards that goal in the off season. You know your front office puts pieces around you to like you know help you get there, whatever. Um, and then you go for it, right? You win or you lose. But like when you take that like outside of sports, when you take that into like like a person in their like early twenties, right? Like the world is your oyster. Like it's kind of tough when there's no like defined goal in life, right? It's like if you don't have like that drive for something, if you're not like an entrepreneur working on your business or like you know, some musician working on their craft or whatever, it's like, it's tough. Cause it's like, do I really give a fuck about like my company's performance? Is that like gonna like define my success? No, right? So that's kind of what I wanted to ask is like, what do you guys, like how do you guys define success and failure in your lives? And like, you know, do you put timelines on things? Like do you set goals? Like how do you think about that? Cause like as, for me, like, I think I kind of struggle with like, now that you're out of college, like, all right, like the GPA at the end of the year is not like your, um qualitative like you know answer of like how well you did there is no answer right like you can go up or down in a lot of different directions and that's life so i don't know i think this can go a lot of different ways so i'll stop talking and whoever wants to chime in can chime in uh you said something interesting just now where you uh like it's it's hard what were you saying about like doing the work for someone else's company what, what were you trying to what were you trying to say there yeah, I mean, well, um, <clears throat> our like our jobs take up a lot of our time, right? And like a lot of like what we're doing intentionally these days is like working for someone else, for a company, for your boss, for you know a project, whatever. And like, why am I put like, I, I yeah, it's like taking up most of the time. So like that's likely to be like what a goal realistically could be, and like how you might be able to realistically define success and failure. But like in your early 20s like that's kind of fucked where like you're you're defining your success on something that like you're ultimately like not reaping the rewards for you know hmm i don't know if i agree with that like you i don't know i mean if you get recognized with the work and then you know even if you're not at that company for a very long time like whatever good work you did there is like expertise you keep under your belt that'll you know whatever eventually help you <clears throat> do your own business or if you have your own clients and stuff like that i don't know that's yeah fair, i mean but I, like it doesn't it, it doesn't impact you since you're not like i don't know whatever the shareholder right like if you work for a public company i agree with that but like when you think about like all right defining like success or failure around that like is that i guess like yeah if you do well that's a success for you right is that what you're saying like that's how you're gonna define like a successful Vivian yeah i mean i mean i, here, I right? mean I'm, i mean i think if you do if you do really good work and then you're not recognized for it then yeah i think that sucks but i think if you get recognized for it i think it's good <clears throat> it's fulfilling andre ron you have any thoughts on that yeah i different things than like that whole conversation kind of like stood out to me than what kind of like the stake was um and it was kind of the part about like how do you find define what your success is and i the first thing that popped into my mind was like i don't know like if you asked me maybe like five six years ago my definition of success would have been like oh i want to be like some like boss ceo something some cool position like whatever and now i think like I don't really care about any of that. I think success to me is like, I just want to make enough money to be able to like comfortably live a life that I enjoy. Like having like a good work-life balance, like being able to hang out with the boys, like hang with my girlfriend, Nala, like have enough time to do all of that, but also make Let it be known like... he said the boys first. I want to put that on the fucking <laughs> Let it be known. <laughs> Someone that put that on a fucking tattoo. Hell yeah, continue. <laughs> um, but like, yeah, I think like success to me is just like making enough money to be able to like do the activities that the people I want to be around with enjoy doing and like being able to just like do that and live that life versus like career success or like different things like that, you know, it's just like 
getting to the point where like I can have that good balance and like making enough money to support that life I think is like my success and I think it's just different for everybody because there's people that care about you know that title and progressing in their career and blah 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 and then there's people who care about like the balance and different things like that also so I had two takeaways from what you said one of which was like I think like yeah it it changes for a person it can can change for a person right as you grow and stuff right and like you you talked about like getting that boss CEO level whatever you kind of done that right like you kind of are at that point now where like you're at an established firm in a very good role with like people reporting to you and stuff right so like yeah yeah of course if you already made it there like that it's it's redundant if that's still going to be your goal right that's being complacent that's being stupid um so it makes sense for your goals to evolve right but i think there's like like there's still a lot of room i could go up right at the company and like in the grand scheme of that huge thousands and thousands of people company i'm a still a small fish but like the what i've done in my career to this point has allowed me to get to this point where i'm making enough money to comfortably live my life and like have a good balance to like do all those other things that i want to do outside of work um but obviously it took time to be able to get to that point i was wasn't making that amount of money and things like that um but i think like getting to that point is like what i would define as like success for me which is not what other people might define as success andre I stopped I, listening I, after that, you said the boys, so I think, but good job. <laughs> good success. <laughs> One thing that stuck out to me is just the goal setting aspect. Like you, you said, the GPA in college, you have a defined goal, like get the highest GPA. Post-college, everyone says, yeah, I want another promotion. I want to do X, Y, Z, but you need to set smaller goals to achieve a bigger goal. That's not something I do well either. Like, hey, look, what are some tangible short-term steps I can take and milestones I can hit before I hit that long-term goal? Like when we had, we were in the half marathon, we also had a goal of okay, running half marathon. But setting weekly goals to hit that half marathon is like super helpful. I think that's something too, if people just sit down and reflect, you know, and just say, hey, we need some short-term goals to hit the long-term goal and like plan that out, I think is like invaluable and something I need to step up myself yeah no Andre a funny story with that so for I mean I took a a really really difficult class Spencer was a business finance and I had a goal of passing the class with a decent grade and unfortunately I my first exam I got a 20% so the goal was still attainable it was just a very upward uphill climb so you know using your 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 technique that you just described you know set the smaller goal of you know doing well and passing exams doing all the work on time and I was able to you know Get a, a get a good enough grade, so you'll put myself in a position where I could get a C plus. So, <laughs> I, I <laughs> so I mean, to your point, that's something that I use a lot to measure success. Like, getting a good grade is one of my goals. Getting an internship was one of my goals. Now, you know, getting a better internship is now one of my goals, and all that is done by achieving little goals to get big goals. So that's that's something that you know I can relate to. As a, as a student, it's all like small bricks that build the house, you know. Success is just a wall, and you build it brick by brick, brick by brick, baby. How the Great Wall of yeah. China was made. I like that. That's well said. Success is just a wall. An example: Steph Curry. Everyone knows Steph Curry can shoot from like anywhere on the court. But when he was talking about how he learned to shoot, that people forget. Like I used to shoot like a million shots from like inside, basically the paint. And I build my way up to be where I can shoot, like deep from three. Oh, the fucking game is on, you guys. Yeah, no, they're losing right now. Lakers on a seven-zero run. Yeah, that's yeah. lit. That's who we want to win. Yeah. Yeah. No, I want the, the Warriors Lakers. to win. No. Fuck the Warriors, dude. Bro, Fuck you. dude, relax. Why do you <laughs> want the Warriors to win? Steph Curry's swag, won, dude. No, dude. fuck him, dude. I'm trying to see yeah. LeBron win another championship with the stupid ass Lakers team. D'Angelo Russell. <laughs> yeah, this may be uh, a hot take. Top 10 of all time. No, he definitely is. He is or he's not? He is. Ooh, yeah, he yeah. definitely is. Yeah. Steph Curry. Yeah, that's fine. Let him be top 10. <laughs> Dude, like Lakers, Celtics, that would be fucking lit, bro. Well, what what Steph just did right now is not costume as a top 10 player. <laughs> 
He needs to. He needs to start doing some. T- oh, dude, LeBron is just too good. LeBron, dude. easy layup. <laughs> all right, all right. We're not a sports podcast. We're not a sports podcast. Yeah, no, that's hold on the fort. This is not Coming hold. Soon. This is not hold down the fort. This Coming is not hold on the fort. This is not a podcast. Um, but speaking of sports podcasts, just a quick shout out to our F1 pod, not a race. Um, oh yeah. Said episode two, episode three being recorded tomorrow. Um, what the Miami race is that this weekend or the flying weekend? This weekend. It is this, this weekend. weekend. Yeah. So we are recording yeah. on Thursday, and we're gonna record the episode on Friday and release it on Friday. Because yeah. the race stuff starts on Friday. Oh, by the way, I must say I got my predictions correct for the race winner and the top three. So you're gonna hear some very you, you know good takes on the F1 pod. Are you guys gonna so. predict your winners tomorrow on your podcast? Yes, we will. We will. Dude, so last week Rohan Verjani predicted Verstappen would win. And then last weekend, Brenna was like, "Yo, yeah, what happened? There was some." Hold on, I just, I just, I just want to say that you two were making the bet for me on my behalf. I never All agreed right. to anything. All right, let me tell the story. So we were <laughs> out on Saturday, and Brenna invited us to this party on Sunday this weekend. So last Saturday we were at a party. She was inviting us to a party this Sunday. Uh, v and I bought our tickets on the spot because we're swag, you know. Horny single guys, um, and uh, we we're like, all right, Rohan, you have to do it. So Brian, I was like, all right, Rohan, you made your prediction on not a race. If your prediction is wrong, aka if Verstappen does not get P1, you need to buy your ticket. And then what happened? Verstappen was P2. And then what happened? Rohan did not buy his ticket yet. Wait, what is I, this a ticket I, to? It's to a party it on Sunday. Okay, it's a hundred dollars okay. entry, no open bar, no drinks included, nothing, and there's a bunch of single brown girls apparently, which does not entice me. No, Rod, you have to go wingman the boys, dude. Yeah. No, no, no. That's what are you gonna do? Play? Go, come home and play FIFA or what? No, the race is on, dude. Oh. The race is on, dude. I know. I'm on team Rod here. Go watch the race, dude. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. So that should be fun. Um, but yeah, go check out the Not a Race podcast. Andre, are you a F1 guy at all or no? Uh, I follow it. Yeah, I'm not that. I don't watch every race, but I do follow the results. What happens? All right, you should join us for one of these episodes. I don't. I, it's Rowan and Rowan. Like, know what they're talking about, and then I'm just as like color commentary. So it it's just so funny. Fun. We're like talking about like the technical stuff. He's like, oh, but it's a soft tire. This is the long tires. <laughs> <laughs> but like, I ask the questions that like beginner F1 people would ask, right? No, yeah, yeah that's it's, that's it's a valuable like, podcast. Yeah. We have like each level of a fan. We have Shad as the extremely casual fan, me as an intermediate fan, and we have Rowan who has watched it for multiple years. So we're we're trying to appeal to every audience here. John, have you watched Netflix series on F1? Uh, I actually did not. My brother like really really tried to get me to do it, and I watched a few episodes. But it's just like too dramatic, and like when there's drama and no chicks involved, I'm like, this is not worth me watching. <laughs> No, it is very back. dramatized, but it's the, very like dramatized. the drama like hooks you in, and then you're like, oh, okay, the race, the the racing is actually like dramatic in itself. Like it's, it's enough. No, but yeah, I'm no, in. I, I'm in. I like Apple. Yeah, no, check it out. Might be might be doing a soccer podcast soon. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see how that goes. Um, but yeah, check it out. Not a race. Um, guys, I'm reading a book. So I'm gonna do a book review next podcast. I'm planning on finishing it. It's a fucking book fat book too, so I'm pretty proud of myself. What's the book called? It's called Billion Dollar Whale. Uh, no oh, spoilers, nice, but it's a private equity thriller, and uh, I'll give I'll do a book review next week. That was one wow, of my uh, that was one of my goals, my short term goals to set was that I need to read a book because I haven't read a book in many years. Uh, all right, or, guys. Give- so. What happened? No, I was just gonna say like give you like your first impressions, like you like it. It's a great book. So I, I'll give you like a quick, quick thing, like spoil. Like I don't want to like spoil it the next week um, review, but it's basically about this like Malaysian guy who um, that's like goes from you know kind of wealthy family in Malaysia. He goes to like a school in London, and it turns out that he like starts running like a sovereign wealth fund of his own, like embezzles the money into his own accounts and shit, like. <laughs> Fools, Wall Street fools, um, Goldman Sachs fools, Leo DiCaprio, like it's wild. Um, 
Is this based on a true story? Sounds like it's just based on. Yeah. It's a good book. You guys should read it. But uh, yeah, I'll do a proper review and some prompts next week uh, at the Sean Book Club segment, which I'm gonna try to do like once every six weeks. I need to start reading more books. Um, all right. So we mentioned that we're gonna go to Asia. We're going to Japan. Uh, so I thought that for this week's spelling bee. We are doing Japanese theme spelling bee. Good one, like good that. plan. For the audio listeners, I just changed my Zoom background to Japan. Do you know what that's <laughs> called? What the background is? Uh, it's a temple. I don't know. Is there I'm another asking. name? Uh, I don't know. We'll go and learn. Um, all right. So, also, so uh, for the spelling bee, I have an idea. Basically, what I want to do is like we're gonna like today's Friday. We'll let our listeners know that the spelling bee is happening and it's gonna be released on Sunday. And I think we should put like la- like we should put odds on all of you guys who are participating. And then like people can like place bets. So we'll be like not a sports book. I like that. Right, yeah, we're gonna get it. roped into some illegal gambling like cl- cl- class suit or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> So we'll we'll keep it simple. We'll do even odds across the board. Rowan Murjani, Rowan Matani, V Andre, even odds, uh, and you know we'll see who wins. Um, all right. But all right, the way this is going to work is we're going to go back to the original like knockout idea. The first round is pretty easy, so no one should get knocked out. But if you're if you lose, you're knocked out. Does that make sense? Anyone have any yeah. questions? I think I'm going to get knocked out. <laughs> All right, we're gonna. The order we're gonna go on is youngest to oldest. So Roland oh, Matani will go first. Your word is kimono. Oh, what? Kimono. It's like kimono. The, it's what they wear. Kimono. Kimono. It's not uh, two words, dumbass. <laughs> I bro, I'm fucking enunciating it. Kimono. All right. K I. M O N O kimono. All right, good job. You got it. You got it. Um. All right, V, you're next. Your word is. Hey, Dre. Ed- Dre is younger than me. What the fuck are you oh, saying? Oh really? Oh, I didn't <laughs> know that. Right. You know how to do math? <laughs> uh, you guys are the same year. I didn't realize. Oh, actually, yeah, Feb, April. Yeah, yeah. Right. Oh, hey, wow. Oh my god. <laughs> all right, hands up, hands up. Well, this word is probably easier than the next one. So fuck you. Uh, great. Your word is sensei. Sensei. S e n s a i. Ooh, the first elimination. S e n s e i. You spelled yeah, sensei. Oh, yeah. You said sensei. Sensei. Yeah, I, w- I would have gotten that wrong. Yeah. <laughs> All right. V. Also, B, I like this. Uh, this teapot you're drinking out of. Oh, thanks, man. This is my tea mug. But you're just drinking water? No, it's hot water. Oh, okay. Um, V, your word is edamame. Edamame. I've seen this on a menu like a million times. E D A M A M E. Yeah, you got it. You got it. Oh God! Thank <laughs> God. Thank God. <laughs> a little suspense there. A little suspense. I'm so scared. Uh, all right, Rohan. This one's easy. Your word is tsunami. tsunami. That's easy, dude. T S U N A M I. Tsunami. You got it. You got it. All right. So first round, Andre, you have been eliminated. Um, all right. So this is round two. Now we're gonna go oldest to youngest. So Murjani, oh, we're back with you. Um, the word is kaizen. What? It's a business you... term. It's based on a movie, and it means. Let me get the exact translation. Or yeah, definition. It means like improvement. Kaizen, and you're an ops guy. It's an ops like business word. K A I Z E N. Yeah, you got it. Nice. Good job. You got it. All right, V. So this word is a very famous baseball player who's Japanese, which is why you have been selected nice. for this word. 
Okay. Your word, it's two words, a first name and a last name. This person's name is Shohei Otani. Dude, come on, man. <laughs> no, just have to spell the first one. It's, dude, it's Shohei. Shohei Otani. He's very, very famous now. Is it very phonetic? That's a, that's I think that, that's unfair for me to say. It's Shohei Otani. And if you get it wrong, I'll let you like guess. If you guess like his position and team, then you can come back in. S H O Really stressed. H A I Shohei. Is that right? We did the same thing Dre did, dude. It's it's actually it's E I. It's the exact same thing Dre did. You gotta learn from the first round, dude. This is all intentional shit. Do you want to guess his team and position? No. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Rowan. I'm not gonna get you, it right. Rowan, you need to get this, otherwise Rowan Bujani is the winner of spelling bee Japan. Fresh as right, I am. I'm locked in. I'm locked in. Uh, to make this a little bit more interesting, I'm about to text Rohan Burjani the two words left in this round, and he's going to choose either one or two, and I'll use that. Two. All right, Rohan, your word is omakase. Oh, omakase. dude. I, I, you know, I'm going to get this right. You know why? Because I saw it on the menu when we went to Bondi. Oh. All right. Oh, that's why I was seeing if you remembered it. All right. <laughs> Omakase. O M O A O K O M A S E. Omakase. Nice. Well done. Well done. All right, we got the Rohan and the Rohan in the final round. Final round. All right, Mujani, this one's with you. This one either is going to be easy as fuck for you or really hard. But if you guys both get it right, I'll have another one. Um, this is actually a Japanese brand, and it's. Come de Garçons, CDG. C O M M E space D E space G A R C O N S. Wow, you got it wrong, dude. I thought you were a fashion guy, dude. Dude, I oh, thought you got it right. It's D E S, como des Garçons. Oh, I forgot the S. Fuck. I thought Ben showed you so many of the T-shirts. You didn't remember the name? No, no, I haven't worn those in so long. <laughs> All right, Rowan, if you I didn't this, realize it was Japanese. It is, yeah, yeah, me neither. I found Sounds out French. Like ten minutes ago. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> I literally found out ten minutes ago putting these words together. Um. All right, Rowan, Madani, this is for the win. Your Wait, what do I is... get if I win? Bragging rights. Yeah, I don't know. Okay. You know what we can do is like all the losers on the whoever bets can like get it out, get paid out. All right, we'll figure it out. Your word is you're not. I don't think you're gonna get this, but your word is konichiwa. Oh, dude. All right, konichiwa. All right, K O N I C H I W A. There's two ends. You got it wrong. No way, dude. <laughs> All right, All right that was a nice last round. Last round, last round. We'll go quick. Murjani, your word is sayonara. S-A-I-O-N-A-R-A. All right, I'm not going to say if you got it right or wrong. Rohan Matane, your word is Mitsubishi. Um... M I T T S U B I S H I. All right, you both got it wrong. No one wins this round of All right, Rohan, let's call it a draw. It's a draw. It's a draw. We'll just say Rohan won. I like that. Rohan won. All right, cheers. Good job. Good job, everyone. Um, All right, so I was going to. No, I don't want to talk about that. All right, we can talk about it. And if it's bad, we can just cut it. So, like, presidents, the pre- the presidents are, like, starting to announce that they're running for, you know, president again. Like, Biden announced that he's going to run again. 
God knows how he's going to even stay awake for the fucking debates, this guy. But he's running. Uh, the Don is back. We got some, you know, funny, fun candidates. Mr. DeSantis. All these Kodamals are vying to be our president. Um, so let me ask you guys, like, if you were to run for president in this day and age, what would be the platform that you run for? Like, the main, like, you know, this is the, this is why I'm running. Mm. This is why you should vote. What is your platform? My campaign slogan will be smoke some weed and vote for me. <laughs> you might actually win, dude. You might win. You might That's just good. win. That would, that would be my campaign is making marijuana free and legal. Irish will definitely give you a vote. Yeah. Do you guys have anything else? That's a tough question, dude. Yeah. What's my platform? Fuck me. Like, I'm thinking, you know, you can do education. You can do, like, fucking fix the roads. Um, I would be a big uh, save the environment guy, I think. Oh. Dude. Really? Yeah. Or we're gonna Wait, are you a big environment? Gonna... <laughs> yeah, dude. I'm a big environment you don't, you, don't even, you don't even recycle, dude. I do recycle. What are you talking about? <laughs> I don't know about all that. Everything, like, everything in my house is eco-friendly. All my cleaning products, everything, hand soap. Really? Dude, yeah. he has some nice hand soap. I would say. <laughs> yeah. okay. right, you, I believe you're you. Probably, you're probably the most eco-friendly out of all of us. I'll give you that. Yeah, yeah but we're not eco-friendly as shit. So that, that's not even my mark. running shoes are are recycled material made out of recycled materials. That's stupid. Yeah, but smart. they were still made in a sweatshop. So like, oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it was on sneakers and they're they're eco-friendly them. but not very labor-friendly. I have a you Tesla. Have... <laughs> you do have a Tesla. I'll give you that. I'll give you that. Yeah. You have a Tesla. I'll give you that. Oh, yeah. All right, Sean. No, I want to hear from minions. you. What is your going to be your platform, Sean? Yeah, dude. Yeah. I, I have a serious answer mine. when you're done. Oh, yeah. No, give us your serious answer then. If you have yeah, my my answer anything. would be like introducing more artificial intelligence into everyday life. Just make life a little bit easier. Like, give me a daily you, use case example. Like, yeah. Like, make, like, ChatGBT, like, super, like, accessible to, like, the workforce. Make it, like... How is it not? Way... How can it be more accessible? <laughs> yeah, isn't like, it free? Make, like, allow it to be integrated into, like, different environments and make it more specialized. So, like, for instance, like, if a mechanical engineer has, like, issues with, like, their fucking machine, they can just ask ChatGPT, like, oh, how do I fix the machine? And, like... So it's like make make AI like more like just invest like a shit ton of money in AI. I think you'll get That's more. Basically, votes what's happening? Weed, or, yeah, I think you get more votes than weed. <laughs> all, right, all of that's <laughs> already time. happening. Have you heard of this Auto GPT? No, what is that? It's basically like different AIs talking to each other, and like you, it basically like makes it so that humans don't have to actually do anything ever, unless it requires like using your hands. It's like all automated AI. It's like, cause ChatGPT is like people still have to ask it questions. AutoGPT just like assesses your needs and will do everything for you. Like if you're going, if you ask ChatGPT to like book you a trip to Asia, AutoGPT will then start like making you restaurant reservations and like booking your flights and like all of this stuff, like automatically basically. Wow. So all of this stuff is like already happening. So like a mechanical engineer, like basically be like, I have a problem with my machine and auto GPT will just assess the problem, figure out how to, out how to fix it and let them know or fix it itself. And, like buy the supplies, do. buy the supplies you need. It'll buy the supplies. Out, print out the yeah. instructions, hire the manual labor, whatever, like, yeah. Yeah, whatever, whatever is needed, it'll just do. So yeah, I want right. that to be way more like widespread. That's my goal. This right, is my I first time one. I have, I have a good one, I have a good one. <laughs> if I was president, what I would do is I would invest a lot of money in subsidizing travel costs because i think that like if you allow people if you encourage people to travel more both domestically and internationally it really like breaks boundaries right and i think a lot of the problems that we have in today's society is that people are just like living in like the same thought bubble where like they're they're the things that are in their mind just get like reinforced right and i think like that can get solved if people are like like in other environments right like getting out of that thought bubble and like seeing how other people live right like 
if like the south people go to the northeast and the northeast people go from the south like both groups of people can learn a lot i think so you know big travel cheaper encourage like you know movement of people that encourages movement how are you going to make travel cheaper tell me sub- what what is the plan here i will i would give like tax um uh, benefits to these airline companies to make flights cheaper or like make it cheaper for like a younger demo like you know encourage or like give a tax write off for like flying once a year like there's ways to do this shit we're like the our government spends dumb fucking money on stupid ass shit and like we're just like raising the debt limit for nothing right so i think like have a value add thing right like wouldn't you like how great would it be if you can say like yeah i'm an american citizen and i get a thousand dollars to spend on international travel Or, every year i i agree with you i would just go about it differently like i would invest in infrastructure like how like the only train in america is stupid amtrak that's slow as fuck do build like the the high speed trains that like japan has make it so that people can get from la to new york via train without having yeah. to go to a flight check in but see that. that just takes way more time and money as opposed to just like using the existing infrastructure which like yeah it sucks but it exists right but so if it's of, like, inconvenient for people are they going to actually do it even though it's cheaper you go on the fucking plane how inconvenient is that going through security it's inconvenient to like pay for it gold no Uber, Uber to the airport, flights delayed. I, I'm telling you, I'm hours. agreeing more with Roan than with you, Sean. All right, whatever. But like, underlying theme, I guess, is the is encouraging travel, right? Both domestically and internationally. Also, the, one other thing, I so I learned this in debate in high school. The next pandemic is going to happen within the next like 15 years, 15 to 20 years. So one thing I will say is like focus on pandemic. Prevention. Another pandemic, yo! I'm yeah, not do. I cannot do another one, man. Where are you? I'm go? calling it right now. There's gonna be a pandemic worse than COVID in the next 20 years. I'm calling it right now. Dude, what? What? Why? I feel like that's not even a hot take. Like, yeah, I mean, I'm sure there's gonna be another fucking stupid shit, right? Like, it's science. Like, these guys are everywhere. Bacteria, virus. I'm a science guy. I science. Know <laughs> <laughs> Dre, what would be your platform? make uh make immigrants and uh make immigrants great again <laughs> yeah i think like, uh, a lot of our, especially a lot of our visas and stuff are like highly educated smart minds we get like we cap them which makes no sense to me like you should have all the smartest minds in america working for america to solve its problems versus like shunning them out of the country me that makes zero sense so make make him get screwed again i like that just give brown guys extra hundred dollars every week fun coupons also last no. thing i want to i want to run on space i think space is cool it's space exploration i just want to run on cool things ai pandemics and space you basically want to be uh the brown elon yeah fuck it Bro, that'd be pretty sick. You're a young kid, you can do it. Yeah, um, why don't we We were kind of talking about it at the beginning. Why don't you give us like your, you know, college thoughts? How was your second year? How are you feeling? You got it. You let you met your goal. You got a good internship this summer. Congrats. Thank you. You're thank back. you. You're back home in Pembroke. You're uh, in the middle your intermission of your seasons right now. Yeah. Give us some of your your reactions. Um, yeah, I mean, I would definitely say that Uh, season two was way more successful than season one. Um, you know, in terms of uh, putting myself in a better position professionally and and personally. But uh, one thing I I did you know kind of wish I I kind of hit the ground running with more was being active and being healthy, which is something that I'm I'm definitely gonna try to focus on this summer and kind of carry that over to season three. But uh, but yeah, I mean, I'm I'm super happy at UF. Like everything is going great. Uh, got a good internship. Uh, in South Florida, so I'm super happy to get started. Super excited, and like I was talking to our my parents about this. Is like this is my first like actual like job like going into the office. Like I like obviously like I know like alright you have to be respectful, professional, etiquette or whatever. But this is my first time actually like putting those like principles into practice. And I was like talking to my dad. I'm like dude, like what do I wear? Like I don't even know like what the office dress code is. Like do I go in a suit coat tie? Do I go in like a polo and pants? Like So like getting like all of that like stuff situated is, is is exciting, especially because it's my first time. So all that, looking forward to it. Uh, but yeah, 
can't wait for I, season three to get started. Just wear this. <laughs> yeah. Um, V yep. Andre, give give Rohan some uh, first job advice. Dress code mm. besides besides an interview, ties are dead. No one wears ties anymore. Yeah, you're probably gonna wear like a polo. <laughs> I would agree, ties are pretty dead. Uh, I wore, I wore, dude. My my interview was like, oh, I'm surprised you dressed up for your interview. And I was like, ah, dude, of course. You know, always come in a full suit and tie for an interview, but usually in business meetings, like all the ones I've been to, no one wears ties anymore. It's always just a suit jacket and a shirt, no tie. All right, we'll keep that in mind when I pick out my first day outfit. Is is that yeah, your best always- advice? No tie. <laughs> no, no. Too impressed. You can't underestimate dressing up. Is actually uh, it gets you in a good mood in the morning too. Like you're ready to control the day, and then obviously yeah, definitely, the definitely dress like nicely. I agree. Get a nice haircut. Don't dress yeah, like Sean. Basically, is what I'm saying. I was just gonna say that's like a lesson I learned from living with bees. I'm a big like yeah. I don't give a fuck. I'm gonna wear sweats and a hoodie every time this I leave guy, the house. This guy wore those like ridiculous like green and pink New Balances to the office, and I'm like, dude, you cannot wear those. I mean, I no. Sean and I are very similar in that like I really don't care what I wear to like class or to the library or wherever I go. That's out. wrong. That was wrong. No, but now I now I, I dress I, I well. I dress better. Yeah, now you're you're definitely. Well, no, I'm gonna pull up. I'm gonna pull up to the office on the first day with these bad boys. Nice. <laughs> Got the E's. Got the E's. No. You have fun. Another you're thing. A lot. Say yes to everything. Whenever someone asks you to do something, just say yes. You can always. Yes. Now <laughs> the other day, it's like a, a video game map where everything is dark. And the more you explore, the more of the map gets lit up. So the more you say yes, the more of the map you can see. And then after you can decide where the map you want to spend your time, where resources are where, and where you want to build from that map. So say yes to everything, control the map, and then uh, pick where you want to specialize. Oh uh, yeah, no, that's good. That's good advice. That's fantastic advice. Yeah, no, Dada, Andre here. Uh, also, right, Sean, you should talk about uh, New York, July. What's happening? Uh, why don't you tell us, dude? That's that's your sh- uh, shebang. Yeah, no. Uh, season two of Rohan in New York is is coming back to a theater near you uh, in July. We're going to see Mr. Aubrey in MSG. Drake, we're going to see um, him and Twenty One Savage perform, and we're making a we're making a comeback. Um, so I can't wait to bleed Sean's pockets for that week. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's, it's always it's always fun when Rowan comes because like I always see him like when I'm like with my parents and like I've seen him grow and like yeah we've become like more boys and stuff obviously. But when he's like here, it's like all right like now nah, I have to like take care of this kid. Um, but I think that was like the one and only time I've seen Sean be like a proper responsible adult older <laughs> brother. That was the entire time Rowan was here last time. So I'm very excited for that to see that again. But I wasn't like that. Like I didn't require that much taking care of. I think like yeah. I was pretty like when we went out. I was like I was able to to figure out you know how much to drink pe- and how much. I was pleasantly I was pleasantly surprised with your performance last time, and I expect the same if not better this time. He did no. great. Yeah, I, I'm gonna run it back. Um, let's see how. Let's see if it meets, exceeds, or. Does not your expectations, but you know, can can only yeah. hope for the best. But yeah, I'm super. I'm excited. Akash is coming back too, so can't wait to hang out with him, celebrate his birthday. Um, and dude, Andre, we should get you and the Boston boys to come over because I haven't party with y'all yet. So that should be fun, interesting experience. Yeah, I'm down. Tell me when. Yeah, sounds good. We'll we'll off offline that that. Yeah. You go from you go from Paris with Bay to just you know NYC with the boys, dude. The <laughs> duality no. of man. The duality of man. What if? A... <laughs> uh, all right, I have a few more topics. Uh, we're kind of winding down, so I can probably save one of these for next week. Um, <laughs> if you were a girl for a day, what would you do? Yeah, Have let's sex. skip this topic. Skip right. this one. Yeah, I don't even know. Okay, skip, skip. Have sex. I knew he was gonna say something stupid. <laughs> <as far. laughs> 
Um, all right. Um, if you could, this is this is like the least favorite one I had, but whatever. We'll see. If you could be, if you could spawn yourself into any world that's based on like a movie or like a TV show, what world would you do that you think that you would be the most successful in? So not Easy. like the world you'd have the most fun, not the world that. I think you know, me and V have the same answer. I think. Right, oh, say I was that, gonna say, say Harry Potter. I was gonna say Harry Potter. Yeah. Harry Potter, <laughs> easy. Easy. I, I would like. I would like go out and find Voldemort myself. I don't care if I die. <laughs> would you like, become I'm his totally boy? In. Like you're just gonna go look no, for him? No, fuck him. Fuck him. <laughs> what house would you be in, V and Rowan? I mean, in, in the game, I got Slytherin, and so I, th- I think I would just go. No, Ron. Ron is like a Ravenclaw. <laughs> <laughs> that's no disrespect. I, no, but that's like the, no, that that's like a respectful answer because they're like actually considered the very like chill, like they don't get in trouble, like they do everything, like but they're like. But you're they're not, you're just basically saying he's not a main character. No, but they're not like they're not weird like this, Huffle, is, this like, is if Harry Potter weird, was real, like, right? Like Huffle, like Hufflepuff, they're actually cool, but they're just like they're not crazy like Gryffindors, and they're not Greg, they're not bad people like Slytherin. But Slytherins aren't bad people. It's just they had a few bad apples. Yeah, yeah, exactly. They're bad people. <laughs> See, I, that you just... I would like to think I would like to think I would be like a Tyrion Lannister type character in a Game of Thrones universe. Dude, you would die right away. Like I, I, yeah. that's why I framed it as like you want to be successful in this world. How do you know I won't be successful? Because everyone in that show dies. Not Literally. Tyrion. Spoiler. <laughs> All right, fair, mm-hmm. not Tyrion's. Well, I'll I'll, I'll practice that. I say that's I the show Trey's where I want to be the most successful. Put put me as Ian Entourage. Yeah, oh, dude, that's good one. Good. I was gonna say that. That's a great one. <clears throat> that's a good one. That's a good yeah, one. Yeah, I I didn't say that to be like a fantasy world. It couldn't have been like yeah anything. No, I I once I once I came up this prompt, I knew V would say Harry Potter. And then I was curious to see what everyone else said. I think Andreas was excellent answer. Sean, what's yours? Did you say? Uh, I didn't. I wanted to say Entourage too, but he kind of said that. Mm. I don't know. I don't think I heard the marketing Entourage reboot. So it could be no more. way. Mark Wahlberg said, "If it, the topic comes up, I'm all in." So that's lit. So I mean, I they are that. doing they are doing the Harry Potter series on HBO. That's happening. Yeah, that's I I don't like that. What? Why? Yeah, I just feel like HBO is just trying to milk like as much of their like possible like TV show like. Yeah, but like, uh, but they haven't like missed on a single show. Yeah, HBO I mean, has been. Yeah, that's, the, that's true. If their track just, record was ass, then I would say otherwise. But I just feel like one of them is bound to fail, and I just don't want it to be the House of the Dragon, the Harry Potter one, or the Last of Us. Well, and House of Dragons was good, no? And so yeah, but I'm just saying like that. I feel like the House of the Dragon has the most potential for failure. But it's good. Yes, but uh, yeah, but I just don't like that HBO is just going on like a tangent of just making a bunch of shows based off of like these like popular cultural things that happen, like Harry Potter. Also, the HBO like CEO or whatever, whoever's in charge of HBO media said that like we they want to create shows that are like stupid, like mindless shows just for people to listen. Like they don't want HBO to only be known as like great production, like high quality, like you to lock it and focus type TV. So I yeah. can see them like <laughs> starting to like just put out. Yeah, shit but that's content. not. That's, that's not, not Harry Potter. The, yeah, that's not the thesis they would put towards Harry Potter. They would put it yeah, towards like a stupid cartoon or some shit. Yeah, but there is no, a I lot agree. of potential for this Harry Potter show to succeed, and also like this Jon Snow spinoff, if it's ever happening, that also has like a, a lot of potential to be. My good. other my other rationale for why I think it's going to be really good is because J.K. Rowling is going to be involved. I think if she wasn't involved, then yeah, it would probably be ass. Is it the same cast? No, no, no. No, it's gonna be new cast, which that same, will be like, weird. Yeah, but is it gonna be like yeah, the same each, characters, like Harry yeah, Potter? Each season, each season is supposed to be a book. That's that's the what they're going. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah, so you're you. It's hard to fuck it up. Like it's already been done. Like you just, I don't know. If you really fuck it up, then you kind of suck. You think that's they're, like they're gonna add? 
you think they're gonna like change like Harry Potter into like an Indian guy or some shit like that? That would be lit. <laughs> I think they're dude. trying to make it more diverse. Yeah, that'd be lit. Yo, cast me, cast me today, bro. I'm in. Harry Potter. You're supposed to be a fucking ten year old at at Sorcerer's Stone. He yeah, be that one guy in my beard, dude. That's always looking at the stars. That one I'll brown be, I'll guy be a in the background game. cast. I'm game. The star guy. <laughs> yeah, the star guy. That can be me. Oh, what a Lolo guy. Uh, that's funny. All right, good stuff, guys. Um, anyone have anything else to say? Go Gators. Cool, 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 cool. All right, well, thanks Go for tuning Gators. in, everyone. Have a great week. We are back. Donna Game is back. Uh, this is also going to be on YouTube, so you're looking at our faces. Oh, uh, fuck. I didn't know. That. Yeah, surprise, surprise. We're we're uh, we're taking strides now. Episode ten onwards, dude. We're going to the. Moon. I didn't I didn't know either until they told me, and I was like, Yo, I'm fucking half like Nangu over here, man. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I'm also in a hoodie. So I was eating my right. mango sorbet, chilling. <laughs> he was literally like on a phone call for like ten minutes. I was, <laughs> I was. It was my mom. Um, yeah. Next podcast will be on YouTube. All right, we'll see. We'll see. All right, guys. Thanks for tuning, everyone. Tune in next week. Have a great day. Not a game is out. All right, so. ciao.